Well, hey everybody, it's Ryan Lee with Make It A Great Day. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Decided to make a little bit of a change here in the podcast. Um, given some of the times and some of the changes, I thought it would be really cool to interview and talk to some great leaders around the globe about how they're managing and they're leading through this pandemic. And so one of the first people that we get to talk to is a great friend of mine named Miss Erin Lynch. So I pre-recorded that today and talked with her, and let's dive in and learn a little bit about Erin and how she's managing through the pandemic. Thanks, Erin. Well, hey, it's Ryan Lee coming to you live and direct from Make It A Great Day. I am so excited to have one of my amazing friends and incredibly fearless leader join us, Erin Lynch, who is the president of Global Energy Practice at Beecher Carlson. Erin, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing great. I am doing great. I really appreciate you giving us some of your time in this crazy world that we're living in to share some things um, that are happening in your guys' world. It's my pleasure. Really good to be with you. Perfect. Well, so for some of our listeners that don't know, I'd love to just understand a little bit about who Beecher Carlson is and what it means to be the Global Energy Practice President. Yeah, thank you. So uh, Beecher Carlson is actually an insurance broker and a risk management consulting firm. We focus on the Fortune 500 sector and we provide insurance broking support and also risk management guidance to our clients. Um, and that really can mean a lot of different things. We're talking a lot about how folks think about risk, how they transfer it, how they mitigate it. We help clients put together alternative risk financing structures. We help them transfer risk into the insurance market. For me in the energy practice, uh, running the global energy practice, we focus really on the independent power sector. So we're supporting clients in the downstream energy sector. Um, so people who develop, own, and operate power plants. And we help them really think about how to mitigate risk associated with their um, activities. So we work with a, about 80% of our client base is renewable energy focused, which is really exciting. So many of our clients are the leading renewable energy firms in the world. Um, developing wind and solar projects, hydro projects, geothermal, et cetera. So we're talking about a lot of really interesting and important technology and supporting critical infrastructure around the world. So it's, it's an awesome business to be in. That is awesome. And why insurance? What, what, what gets you excited every day? And why did you decide to come into that unbelievable world? Well, it's been a winding road. I'm, I'm having flashback right now because I started my career as a journalist and um, was always very interested in sports. And so how did that turn into insurance is always a, a fun story to tell to people. But um, I went to the University of Oregon here and had a great relationship with a person who owned the Eugene Running Company. And it turns out that he was in the insurance sector was his day job. And he recruited me um, way back when, it's been over 15 years. Uh, he was a great mentor to me, and I had an opportunity about 13 years ago to meet um, some leaders who were really starting up uh, Beecher Carlson as it exists today. And they took a rider on me and brought me in, and um, I immediately jumped into an opportunity that I saw in the energy sector. And I really, really believed in supporting the industry. I saw an opportunity in renewables and felt like... Um, you know, it's pretty exciting when you have a chance to wake up every day and support an industry that you know is imperative to, you know, my children and my children's children and the success of um, our local communities and our greater global industry. So it's, um, it's in a really exciting industry to be a part of. That is awesome. Well, let's jump in a little bit. So obviously we are in a very unique and interesting time. And as we think about this pandemic and what we're going through, 
I'd love to understand just kind of some of the biggest challenges um, that you faced so far, whether that's leading your team or working with your customers. And now that we're three weeks in, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you're seeing right now today? Yeah, you know, I feel um, really grateful in a lot of ways. Uh, we are a geographically diverse team. Um, so I, I live and work in Eugene, Oregon, when I'm not on an airplane or in front of our clients around the world. And my team is dispersed as well. So we have teammates in Oregon and California and New York and Atlanta and Boston. So we're really accustomed to needing to be really focused and intentional about the way that we communicate and collaborate. So I feel really blessed from that perspective that we already sort of had that going. We know how to do all this virtual, you know, work from home and, um, and do our jobs in this way. That said, I think what I didn't anticipate was given that I'm on the road all the time and in front of clients and in front of my teammates, um, you can't replicate that. So even that I'm, even though I'm looking through, you know, a video conference call every hour of every day, it feels like right now, nothing can really replace that, that human interaction. And so I think one of the challenges for me has been trying to create a cadence and an interaction that feels as good as possible in this time. And I think what I'm finding certainly with our teammates and our clients is that people are hungry for that human interaction. And they're also hungry for a, a sense of calm and um, maybe a, a reprieve from the panic. And so what I'm really trying to do with my teammates is to provide that, whether I'm picking up the phone or the video call during the day and reaching out to my teammates or clients, or you know, I've been posting sort of a daily update that isn't COVID related. It's um, you know, maybe a lift your spirits related. It's a quote that's meaningful to me or a video. Um, and trying to present a moment of levity and positivity um, for the team uh, that can just sort of elevate us out of what we're all dealing with all day, every day. That's awesome. As you talk about your team, and obviously you guys have been blessed, as you said, to know a little bit about remote work and kind of how to do that. But what are some things that have really surprised you and made you proud about how your team has responded to this? Oh, my goodness. I, you know, there's something, multiple things every single day. I think for me, what is most present is the incredible commitment that our teammates make to our clients every day. So um, our clients in the energy space are part of, you know, the critical infrastructure of this country and, and the world. So we have clients who don't have the ability to work from home right now. They have to get up every day and go to a power plant. Um, or an ops room, and they have to make sure that our power plants are running and our lights are on. So they're dealing with really um, incredibly difficult situations. You know, what if somebody gets sick who is running a nuclear power plant or a wind farm, and, and how do we provide them the support they need and determine if they've infected other people, and how do we make sure that we continue that operation successfully? So we've had just this incredible amount of... Um, great thinking on behalf of our resources who have come to the table to say, how can we help with risk control? How can we help with claims mitigation? How can we really get hands-on in this situation and support our clients? And even in the face of our teammates all working remotely with their kids running around in the background and all the things that they're dealing with, they're showing up every day in such a meaningful way to our clients because they care so much about the work that they do every day to support um, our industry. So that's been really amazing to me. I think people raising their hands to just say, how, how can I help beyond insurance, beyond risk management? How can I help my clients or my teammates today? Um, I've just seen more of that than I have 
um, maybe ever. And that just motivates me every day to, to get up and, um, and try to, to do as much as they're doing. That's awesome. And so as we come through this, because we will come through this, you know, what are some of the things that you have seen as you just described that, that you think you might do differently or keep doing that um, maybe you hadn't even thought about before? I'd love to know if there's anything out there that you're like, man, we've never done this before, but we were forced to do it. But now as I think about it, that might be a practice or something that we actually might want to take a hold of. I think it's really interesting. You know, I've for over a decade um, been on, you know, a plane almost every week. Um, and I, I still believe that um, nothing can really um, replace human interaction and sitting across the table from somebody and really having a, a connection in person. Um, I think that there's nothing that can replace that. But I do think that what we're finding is we are having the ability virtually and through video conferencing to have meaningful conversations. And there are things that we can do with our business partners. I mean, I'm hosting client roundtables right now and summits, you know, with groups of clients where we're having really meaningful conversations and interactions. And we're being successful in the way that we're delivering on our, you know, promises um, to our clients. And so I think it is gonna make us step back and say, do I need to be in person with you for this specific thing? Yes, I want to be in person with you at some time, sometime this year, but do we need to be on an airplane every single week for every single conversation? I think we're all going to be thinking a little bit differently about that in terms of how we manage our business. Um, and I think outside of that, um, you know, it's just, it's just made me think a little bit differently about being a leader like we talked about before. Just, you know, really stopping and slowing down and we can be in the weeds every single day. There's, there's, more work than there are hours in the day, but to stop every day and find an opportunity to, you know, connect with each other. Um, I think that's just pulling at my heartstrings right now because everybody's going through um, so much and we're doing it, we're all going through it together. Um, so that's really important. And that's awesome. One question on that virtual roundtable that you talked about, had you normally been bringing more clients together like that? Or is that changed a little bit where you'd maybe have that one-on-one -on -one with that client because you're physically there, but now as you're doing these virtuals, would you say that's bringing more people together differently? It is, and that's been really amazing. So this roundtable idea, you're absolutely right. We, we've had, um, we've done some really amazing client events in the past. We do an annual event where we bring, you know, 30 of our clients and prospects together every year. Um, and we, we simulate that, but we're, this is now happening on a monthly basis, which is amazing. So you get 10 risk managers on the phone who are running company, running large energy companies, worldwide energy companies, sharing their ideas and that is really a first um, it's amazing and they're talking about specific things that hadn't even come to mind for me like i was saying before that are specific to their operations and their challenges right now and i think it's been really meaningful to them to be able to share best practices challenges all those things so yeah i see that as a continued opportunity in fact we were talking last week about um let's keep doing this you know even when we're all I hope, you know, past COVID-19, let's continue to find ways to, to connect in that way. That's awesome. Kind of last question yourself, as you think about yourself internally, you know, what are some things that you think you've learned the most about yourself during this and have had a lot of quiet, as we talked about, and some time to really self-reflect? What are some stuff that surprised you about you um, as you've gone through this, especially given what you talked about is you're used to traveling, you're used to being on a plane, you're used to seeing people, going to dinners, um, would love to know kind of internally what's going what's going on inside Aaron. Oh boy, I mean, how much time do we have? <laughs> it's, uh, 
you know, having a lot of grace right now and patience, um, not just for, you know, the people in my life, my, my family and my teammates, but for myself, I think has been important. Um, some of these emotions are hard to put a finger on right now, I think. And I think um, certainly for myself, and I'm hearing from others as well, you wake up some days right now and feel a little sad, and it's hard to put your finger on why. And I think the lack, like I said, of that, the human connection, and, and maybe a little bit of the death of what I've been used to for a decade is hard to process. Um, and so uh, having a lot of grace for myself with that, and then also witnessing the incredible work that my husband and my mom and the, the people that support my family on a daily basis, seeing that firsthand on a daily basis is mind blowing. And so I have a, just a whole new level of respect for teachers, one, and for caregivers, um, you know, witnessing what my 97 year old grandmother is going through, having to be quarantined and having to just wave at the window to her. I mean, it just puts all of it in perspective for me. I'm extremely thankful for my relationships. I'm extremely thankful for my job, um, having a job right now and just witnessing what so many people are struggling with. Um, I'm just really, I'm really grateful every day. And so I think it's been a, a good moment for me to pause and recognize what's really important. That's awesome. Well, last thing is, you know, I love the quotes. I would love to know what your most favorite quote is and why it is that. Yeah, so I have had this one framed next to my bed for 20 years, I think. And I think it was one that my dad gave to me before um, a long time ago. We, I grew up a runner, and he was a runner. And so we were big Steve Prefontaine fans. And so the one that's by my bed is to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. That's awesome. That is a great quote, especially for us Oregonians. And for those of you that have never heard of Steve Prefontaine, there's some great movies to check that out. But if he did anything other than never not giving his all, that was him to, to the fullest, and which is awesome. Well, Aaron, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think all of our listeners will have a great opportunity to hear what it's like to lead through this. I appreciate your vulnerability and really digging in, and uh, we wish you nothing but success. And if anybody's listening and they need a great uh, teammate to help them through anything with the insurance world of global energy, I would highly encourage you to reach out to Aaron and her team. Uh, but thank you so much. And as always, we hope everyone makes it a great day. Thanks, Ryan.